Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. It's good to be back with you, Pastor Betrayal! Corey. Betrayal! <laughs> this is the topic for today. I just you were so positive, and we're going to talk about betrayal. I was, I was and suicide you know, and, 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 and darkness and and Judas. I was uh, going to talk about how sad of a day it was here because the coffee pot made that noise that, that it makes when it runs out. It of was my betrayal <laughs> towards you. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I took the you last, took the bit last of the coffee. Cup. You betrayed me. You should have said Judas. Judas. Anyway, these are serious topics, and we make light of them only because they are so serious. Sometimes it's. It's hard to talk about uh, serious stuff, but uh, yeah, we're talking about Judas Iscariot, one of Jesus's 12 disciples in the inner circle, followed Jesus for three years, and uh, yet was a traitor. Yeah. Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold. What else could we call him? I mean... That's pretty good. Bad apple. (laughs) That's true. He's just... Sold Jesus out for some silver. 30 silver coins. Anyway, yeah. are you familiar with the story out there, listening audience? Uh, Jesus was betrayed by his own follower, Judas. Uh, Judas uh, took money to do that. We can consider his motivations today. Um, and that led to Jesus' arrest, which Judas helped facilitate. For the sermon on Sunday, we're mainly pulling from the Matthew scripture, although this is mentioned in all four of the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, we're focusing on Matthew, and and so Judas helped facilitate the arrest of Jesus, even kissing him at the Garden of Gethsemane to identify him. Uh, Judas was later um, had remorse over this, regret. Mm-hmm. Some would even yeah. say repented and gave the money back, and then he killed himself. It's, yeah. it's a very serious, stark, dark tale. Yeah, so we're going to move from Jonah, who just wanted to die, to jo- to Judas, who did kill and himself. And, y- you know, yeah. sorry about this, folks, yeah. but back in it's November, in early, in early <laughs> November, when I was doing annual sermon planning, um, this is what the Lord laid on my heart to do these topics. I know we've had some difficult stuff in our communities um, since then. Um, none of that was really on my radar at the time. I um but I, I really sense that we shouldn't do the the normal Palm Sunday thing, which we're still going to talk about Jesus entering Jerusalem and being praised as a king, and they shouted Hosanna, and they put palm branches down. Have the palm branches arrived yet? They I just got you word just got that they, I have not received oh. them because they get delivered to Butch. Oh, oh. <laughs> For some reason. Okay, but they're on the way. But they're on the way. They're okay. here in Palouse. Okay, cool. But we're still going to do that at the beginning of the service, but, I, you know, I've preached on that numerous times, and, yeah. and it's still true that Jesus was celebrated as a king, and at least at the beginning of the week. And but that is one of our scripture so readings. So much other yeah. stuff happened. Yeah. During the week, and you know, you're going to cover, and maybe we should talk about this here. You're going to cover some of the stuff that happened related to Monday, Thursday, or the right. institution or the starting of the Lord's Supper. Right. 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 Yeah. And that, yeah. and that was during Holy Week. I'm going to have the Good Friday service where we consider the cross, and obviously we're going to celebrate Resurrection on the 21st. But at the beginning of the week, I I wanted to use the sermon to to talk about some of the stuff that we just skip over, the betrayal and the suicide of, of Judas. So, yeah. But let's talk about some other Holy Week stuff since this is a Holy Week podcast before we really get into the message. Sure. Okay. So, so we uh, got to 
ton of stuff. Yeah. Should we briefly Palm Sunday's Pancake Supper? Brief, the Palm Sunday Pancake Supper and talent show April, extravaganza. Wow. It's going to be amazing. April yeah. 14th, we might just have a live streaming video cast on Facebook. And then we'll also simultaneously record our podcast. And then and, post it, hopefully. And hopefully not mess it up. Yes. And uh, so we'll do that live in front of a studio audience. Uh, but <laughs> yes. it's April 14th, uh, so 5 o'clock for dinner, 6 o'clock, o'clock for, for dinner. Show. It's a fundraiser for camp scholarships. Absolutely. What's we, the cost, Tim? It's donation. So, so whatever you want. $100. Whatever you want. $100. $1,000. $5. $5. $2. Whatever. Whatever you can give <laughs> to help send the kids of our community Cost to camp. Just under uh, $300 for a kid to go to camp now? I think so. That sounds about Cost right. Cost the camp much more. That's a subsidized yeah, yeah. price. But, uh, so we try to send as I mean, we send 40 plus. kids, 40 kids plus, yeah, to camp every year. Um, not all of them receive scholarship help, but we provide a good amount of that. And that's all because of the generosity of people like you who are listening to the podcast and who show up on Palm Sunday and donate to that. That's one of uh, two specific fundraisers for camp scholarships. The other one or car will wash. come in the summer. Yeah, the car wash. So come at 5 for dinner, make a donation, stay for the talent show at 6. Or it's come for be one fun. or the other. Or come for one or the other. Whatever. Or just send in a donation. That's fine, too. Or the yeah. giving link online is probably set up to it accept it, donations. It, for, it will, yes. It will be. Okay. Uh, so next thing. Give, yeah. Next thing is the Wednesday, our final Wednesday soup supper. Yeah. We'll, we'll be well, that week. We have one tonight because this is Wednesday, but the 10th, really yeah, next yeah. week we have 17th, one as well yeah. on the 17th. and That's then, at 6 p.m. here at the yeah, church. 6 p.m. Sharing um, at about 6.30. And then on Thursday is our Monday Thursday service at the Holy Trinity Chapel in Palouse. Um, yeah. On Bridge Street. On Bridge Street, the corner of Bridge and Alder, right? It's the little chapel. The little chapel. <laughs> just down yes, the hill yes, from... Yes. It's not on Church Street. No. Uh, so you can plan, and we'll be talking, yeah, that's uh, Lord's Supper. Um, also, you know, washing of the disciples' feet is sometimes a topic uh, there, servant leadership. You know, that's where we're going to be. Uh, and then Good Friday at 7... Oh, that's at 7.30. 7.30 yeah, p.m., yeah. Yep, at the Holy Trinity Chapel. And then on Good Friday, the next day, uh, is Good Friday service here at Palouse Federated Church Can I at talk about that for a second? Good Friday? It's do. called a Tenebrae service, which means darkness. It's a service that ends in actual darkness without any lights. We don't turn the lights on at the end of the service. It's to contemplate the the death, the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ. It is not suitable for young children. There will be child care at the Parsonage, my home, available, but we ask you not to bring um, young children to it. If you have an older kid that you think can can appreciate the seriousness of the service, it's one of our only really somber services, you know, much more somber than even Ash Wednesday, intentionally. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a deep, reflective service, and... Um, if you haven't done it before, I'm not trying to steer you away from it. It's it's an important service to attend and to reflect on um, what Jesus Christ did for us yeah. on the cross. So just a little warning information. I think that's good. Cool. And then on Resurrection Sunday, those Some of you... Some people call it Easter Sunday. Yep. We call it Resurrection Sunday. Those of you who are brave, perhaps you want to join us out at the Greenwood Cemetery at 545. For we won't our, be streaming that live. That's AM for our sunrise service. Should we stream that live just for fun? No. No, no, no probably not. 
technology so, free. Yes, technology free. Come and join us, 5.45 a.m. for that. And then we have our regular services here at the church, 9 and 11 a.m. and at Bishop Place in Pullman uh, at 1.30 p.m. And we are an Easter egg hunt free church. We don't do that. We let you do your own Easter egg hunts. Yes. Yes. Well, you don't really even have grass. No, I mean, we you have don't. grass. We have grass. But the church just the has church parking lots. Does not have so grass. anyway, that is but, kind of a funny you know it, it it celebratory good worship and a good message of hope. Bring bring your friends. Uh, you know, I know this is a serious topic this Sunday on Palm Sunday, but it's still a topic that a lot of people want to think about. Um, hard stuff. You know, so uh, bring your friends to any of the events, friends and neighbors, family. Uh, bring your friends to Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. Plenty of room. We'd love to have them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've covered a lot there. We did. Let's dive in. So now back to... Betrayal. Betrayal. Judas. Judas. How did Jesus let this happen? Is this bad leadership on Jesus' part? Ooh. Ooh. No. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think no is a good answer. I think Jesus knew, know, right? Think, yeah. I well, mean, he but, does know. You know, he knows what's going on. Yeah. And it's it's quite evident. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he allows a, a bad apple in his midst, and it's it's a it's a strange part of the story because it is one of the inner circle, but um, somebody who's seen Jesus do amazing things, heard Jesus's awesome teaching saw the impact Jesus had on people's lives, and still Judas's sin, his ego, his selfishness, and the temptations from the devil, um, he he succumbs to uh, a lesser version of what God mm. had available for him, yeah. much lesser. Yeah. And, uh, and yet God knew it was going to happen and uses it for good. Could we say that? Yes, it's an yeah. important. Well, it's just a, like the cross was meant it's for evil, an important part of it was used yeah, for good. the journey to the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. So, what what stands out about you as we've been studying this text? Um, we study it with our guys group. I'm sure you've been diving into it a bit. Anything jump out to you that you're exploring? I want you to reveal all your cards here. Are you preaching this Sunday? I'm, I'm actually not preaching this text at on Bishop Sunday. Place I'm at Bishop Place at 1.30 in Pullman? I'm doing no? the fourth chapter of Jonah. Oh, that's I'm, right, because we're off schedule. I'm a little off, and then I'll be yes, back you on are. schedule. Yes, little off. <laughs> Don't listen to him, folks. No. <laughs> um, so I'm not preaching on it uh, this Sunday, but I, I was at the Bible study. And, you know, I just thought, I guess for me, one of the things was just how... Um, you know, even as somebody who, uh, I've not been a pastor for as long as you have or served in that capacity. And I've, I've preached a fair number of sermons, but just that I think I haven't either, either, either preached this scripture or, or there are parts of it that I was like, Oh, Mm. uh, maybe they got skipped over, you know, because (laughs) we focus on other parts of the story. And so, uh, as we talked about with Jonah, you know, and really paying attention to the scripture and what it's trying to tell us, I felt a little convicted as we were meeting on Tuesday, like, oh, I haven't paid enough attention to this scripture. To the bigger picture and, and Judas kind of Yeah, thing. yeah. And, huh. the, you know, yeah. all that's going on here. And yeah. um, it's like, yeah, we know he betrayed Jesus or whatever. And then you just kind of move on to something else or whatever. Mm. And and this isn't something that's talked about a lot in the church, um, I, don't, I don't think, in my own experience. And so I think, you know, wrestling with these hard topics is really important, though, because 
they're here for a reason. Right. Um, and so what yeah. is that reason for, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but that's part of what it, we try to do here. They didn't gloss we, over it, did it? No, did they? No. They talk about the betrayal and about his suicide. And, and then the, yeah. I guess, you know, one of the things that struck me was the remorse, you know, or the... Judas's remorse, You know, this yeah. repentance. It's translated you know, both ways, isn't right, it? Right, yeah. And regret, so, repent. And um, so, and that's kind of a part where, we, yeah. where we're just like, yeah, we don't talk about that at all. And, yeah, but it's some here. people would say, would say, oh, I didn't know that Judas had remorse over that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that's really interesting. That was one of the interesting things I, that I've stuck met, out to me. Uh, churchgoers, Christians who didn't know that Judas killed himself, which was shocking to me. But um, yeah, so I, one thing that I was considering is the, the double grief of the rest of the disciples that we often don't think about. So it, Judas kills himself while Jesus is still arrested, but then Jesus dies on Friday. Put your place, put yourself in the place of those 11 disciples mm. and, the, and the female disciples as well. Um, what does that feel like? You've just lost mm. two friends, one yeah. of whom was your leader, one who was your compatriot, and you you had no suspicion that yeah. he was a betrayer. It, from the text, we can tell they had no suspicion that he was a yeah. betrayer. Um, they didn't all point to him and go, oh, we know it's Judas. Yeah, and he, even he, yeah. even he, though he knew he was the one, asked, asked Jesus, like, well, is it I, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> is it I, Rabbi? Is it right? I, Rabbi? Yeah, Excuse yeah. me. Yes, yeah. that's important. That is in the Matthew yeah. text. But, um, yeah, so I that was something that hit me, the double grief, um, uh, you know, the one-two punch. In, in some of us have had grief upon grief in our life before where we lose a loved one and we lose another one yeah. uh, quick after that. And, um, and I... I I'm not saying that that grief spread out is even is automatically easy or something, but but I do think there's this intensity here of what is happening to the disciples. Their movement seems to be falling apart mm, rapidly. Yeah. Uh, one of their own betrays and then dies by suicide, and then their leader is killed in this vicious, embarrassing way, cursed way on a cross and. The movement looks deflated and ruined. Wow, you know, and and yet that's why I think one of the most convincing things or arguments for the reality of Christianity is this deflated movement is surprisingly victorious. Like, where did that come from? And for me, the only explanation um, is the resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. these people who had to be just so deeply wounded and broken. Um, saw and experienced the resurrected Jesus, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Right. I'm talking about the resurrection on the betrayal week. Yeah, can't but do that. Judas didn't know about the resurrection, no, he did didn't. he? What well, did he know? You know, what did he know? Yeah, well, you know, Jesus spoke in kind of these uh, mysterious ways about the resurrection. So, did they know about it? Mm. Didn't they know about it? You know, it's hard. It's hard to say. He was trying to. Um, give he was them trying hands. to give them so hints, they could know later. Uh, so they could know later, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I guess you know there's a real sense. I think we look on the disciples and we're more judgmental oftentimes than we should be. Even you know, hold them to a high standard. We hold them to a higher standard. You know, and we, I would have done we, better than that. We look back <laughs> at it. And we're like, oh, I I know I often think I'm like they're so stupid. I mean, how come they couldn't just see it? Mm. Now we've got two thousand years 
of reading and interpreting the scripture and the leading of God's Holy Spirit and all that stuff to help us out. But they were living it in the moment. Uh, right. and, and they didn't have all that. And so I want to not be too too hard on the well, disciples for what they Yeah, so let's do that with Judas real quick. Not to justify Judas' no, actions no. completely, but maybe he's thinking at this point, you know, Jesus is not the Messiah I expected. Or this kingdom, right, yeah. this is, kingdom vision he has is, is not really what I expected. And this reminds me of Jonah. Because like, essentially what Judas is saying is what Jesus is planning here can't really change the world. And I'm yeah. out. So yeah. I'm just going to get what I can get, money, and I'm out. And, you know, that's one way to look at Judas. I know some people think Judas was kind of trying to urge Jesus on uh, or something by, by turning him in. But but I, I tend to think that Judas had selfishness, greed, but along with that, some other motivation, whether disappointment or just, you know, that the, the movement wasn't as important to him as it used to be. And maybe he just didn't think, this guy isn't really going to be king, so I can turn yeah. him in. And it won't be a big deal. And uh, But Jesus was launching his kingdom that was much different than Judas or the rest of the disciples knew. Yeah. And I think often than we understand. Yeah. His, you know, anyway. Um, so, Judas, Judas, what do we do with Judas? You want to talk about his suicide? Or do you want to... What else do you, you want to talk about? You can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you read in Acts chapter 1 or the other Gospels, it's you know, a great scripture it, in it, Acts. It, it's hard to piece together his suicide. Some people say it seems like he was killed two different ways. And did he did he buy the, the land with his money or did, did he give back the money? And, you know, to me, these details, they sorting some of that out, the early church didn't try to sort it out perfectly. I, I think the the cohesive story is he did it for money. Um, he regretted it. He, you know, didn't use the money on himself, and the money ended up buying some land, and he died. And he died by his own hand. Um, and it's a tragic story. He died wanting to... I think he wanted to have Jesus free. Um which ultimately Jesus would be free, but he knew that his actions caused Jesus to be uh, arrested, and and he could see where that was going. He knew mm-hmm. Jesus was going to die, and and I think sometimes our sin blinds us to the the future consequences of our choice, mm-hmm. and so that's one thing I see in, in Judas was maybe he had justified that I deserve this money because I've worked hard or whatever, and and so he. He denied that there would be any big consequences, but pretty quickly he finds out, wow, there's some heavy-duty consequences, and they were undeniable, and then that all just came crashing down. And and that happens in real life today. I mean, there are people who commit adultery, and they think they can justify it, and then they realize the consequences of it for their marriage and family, and it just comes crashing down, not that they're can't be forgiveness and restoration but um you know we we oftentimes justify our sin and and but then there there are going to be consequences and and i have compassion for judas not to justify what he did but i wish someone was there to help him when that stuff was crashing Mm. down yeah you know and say hey 
Jesus would, you can't get to him right now, but he would forgive you, you know. So let's let's hang tight and see how this happens, see how this unfolds. Now that's a sympathetic reading of Judas. And yeah. there are some people who are very unsympathetic yeah. uh, towards Judas. Um, you know, that he deserved exactly what he got and it was his choice and he's condemned and he's in hell and that's all there is to say about it. I, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure if he's condemned and in hell. You, yeah. I'm not. And I, I'm pretty open about that in Bible studies. And, and I don't know if that's the main point of the story, but he does have remorse over his sin. He does try to get rid of the money. Um, did, did he have faith in Christ? God yeah, knows. Because yeah. if he had faith in Christ, even though he didn't know about the resurrection yet, Abraham didn't know about the resurrection yet, and he saved. Um, so if he had faith in Christ... And that's between him and Christ, and I and I don't have to worry about it. Um, so the, I think this is one of those stories where I'm not going to condemn Judas. I don't think the text completely closes the door on him. No, I don't think so. And I have to be guided by the yeah, text. Yeah, makes us ask the questions. So, it's, as we kind of bring this episode to a close, I wonder if you could talk just a little bit about. The title of the message is Judas or Jesus. Mm. So, yeah. what's that all about? Okay. What are you trying to do? Well, and it, it so. kind of continues with our Jonah or Jesus that putting ourselves in the role of Judas and Jonah, that we sometimes choose our way mm. over Jesus' way. Okay. The way that leads to justifying sin or the way that leads to death over the way of the kingdom of God and the way of life, the way of Jesus. And and I think Jonah kept choosing his own way. Um, and it, it, he wanted death for his enemies. And Judas, he kept choosing his own way and it led to the death of Jesus. Now God's going to use that yeah, for good. Yeah. But we see Jesus, you know, he could have led a rebellion, but he doesn't. He could have called angels down to just attack all his enemies. But Jesus chooses life. You know, Jesus chooses to use his own death as a ransom for our lives. Yeah. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm revealing my cards, but I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to kind of contrast the ways we go versus the way Jesus goes. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, hopefully, so if, hopefully it works out. So if you want to explore some of these deep questions a little bit more, you should consider coming on Sunday. Or, uh, you know, we always post the, the sermons online on Facebook and on our webpage, and you can follow up with it later if you want but we'd love to have you here as part of the community as we wrestle with these questions uh during this time so yeah yeah, yeah. well you know we have to go but we want to thank you all for listening uh, this has been tim and feel Corey. free to share this feel free us. to share yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know how to do that but they can figure it out <laughs> don't listen to him anyway this has been tim and Corey coming to you from our hilltop studios in the rolling hills of palouse washington wishing you a blessed week